Rambling shows every Sunday. And the rambling what up everybody this your boy b rob and i am back with another edition of the random rambles with rob podcast first and foremost i like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcast if you're a first time listener i like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try and if anybody recommended you to me i like for you to go ahead and turn to that person and go and give them a crisp high five but hey, I know we are dealing in the times of COVID and all these other circumstances and whatnot. You may not want to physically touch on somebody, but if you want to be daring, go ahead and uh, sanitize beforehand, slap hands, step back three to six feet, sanitize again. And if you don't even want to go through that whole process or whatever, you just want to be extra safe, you can pick up your social media app of choice and you can send them a well-crafted DM telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at the 3R Show, and YouTube uh, 3R Show, uh, Twitch 3R Show, uh, Facebook Gaming 3R Show. Been doing a lot of that lately. And uh, for anything that I may have forgotten to mention, social media wise and other, you can find everything. On randomrob.com merchandise. Um, you can even see the sponsors Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code random. So go on over to hooksrub.com and you can get you some delicious spices and rubs for your meats, vegetables, uh, antelope ass whatever else you uh put into your mouth hole hooks rubs and spices got you covered and remember use that promo code random for 15 percent off your order well here we are early ass in the morning on a sunday um i'm recording it as i get off from work um there is no guest this week for this edition and um i was searching through my archives of stuff that i have yet to release and you know through collaborations and things like that and you know i decided not to really release any of that stuff one because you know the parties that i've collaborated with i haven't talked with them and seen if it was cool to release the stuff you know so i i'm just here jaw jacking with you um, just been really busy over the past couple of weeks and shit past couple of months. You know, I got a position change at my job. So my hours are very, very, very different. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard for me to do things socially now, you know, we're starting to open back up, you know, they re- relax on some of the COVID rules and everything. And uh, people starting to travel and whatnot. Matter of fact, uh, myself included, I just came back from um, a little vacation. I went to see the in-laws in uh, North Carolina and Virginia on my wife's side of the family and everything. And we went out there and we had a good old time. She got to get together with all the siblings and everything and see her nieces and nephews and all that stuff. 
and it was a good time and it was a one of the rare times to where I get to see my wife cut loose and uh, kind of not be so serious, you know. So it it was great. And then of all things that we got to do, we got to be around family and just reminisce and watching them catch up and just drink copious amounts of alcohol. But on top of all that good time, I got to go to my Mecca whenever I go up there in the Northeast. Biscuitville. If you don't know what motherfucking Biscuitville is, just go on ahead on your Google machine, Bing, uh, DuckDuckGo, or whatever have you. You know, ask your uh, automated devices. I'm not going to say the names out loud because shit will start going off. Ask what is Biscuitville. And what I would tell you is it is delicious. It is just what it sounds like. Everything that you would want is on the biscuit. If you want pork chop, it's on the biscuit. You want turkey, it's on the biscuit. You want ham, it's on the biscuit. You want freaking bacon, it's on the biscuit. You want egg, it's on the biscuit. Man, if I had somebody talented that's listening right now, this puts me in the, the vein of the, the beans, green, potatoes, tomatoes. You, you can make a mix off of that. Uh, bologna, put it on the biscuit. The guy that, matter of fact, that's what I had. Uh, we went two days in a row for breakfast to Biscuitville while we were there. And um, the bologna, the fried bologna biscuit was my go-to. I got that the first day and the second day. Uh, the f- also to be paired with a turkey biscuit. And I forgot what I got the following day. But the bologna was up there. Had to have the fried bologna. I haven't had bologna in a long time. So, you know, I seen it on the menu. I was like, bologna, please. The only thing that was missing from that bologna was the little red ring around there. I mean, for those of you who know, you know. But uh, if you got that bologna in the package, you got that red string around it. That's that's only thing that was missing. And on top of that, there's even more toppings on this trip to make it, make it enjoyable. I did not have to drive. <laughs> My wife did all the driving. Usually, you know, I fucked up in the beginning of the relationship. I I revealed that I like to drive. So from then on, I've been doomed to drive everywhere we go. But whenever we go to the Northeast together, you know, she go visit home and whatnot. She does all the driving. And I just I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. You know, I got to sleep a little bit in the car. And everything I got to observe my surroundings, you know, more so than it was, you know, when I'm in the driver's seat, you know, you just got to kind of focus on the road and you can kind of glance left, right. And, you know, make sure nothing is coming into you. You drifting off in the wrong lane and everything like that. But I was a passenger. I was the DJ. I got to do the music. The only thing I didn't like was punching in the nag on navigation every five fucking minutes. All right. We going here. Now type this in. Now we going here. Type this in. You could have said whatever automated voice, you know, type, you know, I want to go here. And that, you know, on an animatronic would have put that into the GPS. But nah, there was my penalty, my penance for being a passenger. I had to do all the the extras when I was the navigator. <laughs> but it was great. And it was a kind of a monumental thing. 
because it was the first time that my kids been on a plane. The youngest and uh, my son, the middle child, the only one that haven't been on the plane yet is the oldest. And hopefully we can remedy that soon. But uh, yeah, that was the first time having the kids on the plane and everything and getting to see their reactions to the plane taking off and landing and everything, telling them what to expect, going through the airport. So that was a cool experience to be a part of their first plane ride, you know. And it was a surprise for the youngest. She didn't know that we was going to go on a plane because she always talked to her mom about taking a trip and actually going on a plane to do so because everywhere we've been since she's been alive has been in a car. So we've drove from North Carolina to Missouri and we've drove from like North Carolina to Florida and Georgia and, you know, even down to Louisiana, you know, 12, 16, 18 hour trips. She's been a part of all those in a car. So she wanted to fly for once. She wanted that experience and we was able to give that to her, you know, and we kept it under wraps. We didn't uh, tell her where we were going. We didn't tell her when we were going or that we were taking a plane, which was a hassle for me because I know the trip is coming up. And I'm trying to tell her to, I, I almost gave the trip away. <laughs> I almost told like three or four times. And the kicker about it is, is like I averted so many crises or whatever. Cause like, it didn't matter to me. I wasn't the one trying to keep it a secret. I, matter of fact, in the beginning, I didn't know we were keeping it a secret from her specifically. That's something her mom cooked up. And here I am. One day, I think a couple of days out, I was like, hey, have you got your clothes together for the trip? And my daughter's like, the trip? What trip? And I'm like, fuck. I was like, well, I guess if you don't know about it, I guess we're not going. You know, I just kind of played it off. And then I'm texting my wife. Did you not tell her that we were going somewhere? And she's like, no, I wanted to be a surprise. I was like, did you tell me not to... (laughs) to to tell her and keep it a surprise she's like yes i told you i was like i don't think you did but i almost told and uh i didn't tell her that we was flying or whatever the hell it was and uh she was like she she got pissed off at me so shut up about it again and then um something else happened almost spilled the beans a second time and then a third time for whatever reason, I almost spilled the beans again. And then whatever. So finally, you know, we in the car, I'm telling her, hey, you know, make sure all your electronics are charged. It's going to be a long drive. We got to go. We're going to wherever we're going. It's going to be a long trip. So she was dreading it the whole time. And we just drove, took a little 15, 20 minute drive to the airport. She see the planes and everything. She said, oh, we're taking the plane. You know, got real excited and shit. So now she know we on the plane. Well, we're getting on the plane, but she does not know where and why, you know, we're taking this trip. She don't know where we're going and she don't know why we're going. She just know we're going somewhere. So now me telling the story, telling this to you. We were going to Greensboro, North Carolina. That's where our sister is, my wife's sister, uh, my daughter's auntie. 
and uh, she is what 35 minutes away from Greensboro is Danville, Virginia is her hometown. That's where the rest of her siblings are and cousins and all this other shit. So that's is where we going. Kid don't know that. My son knows that, but he didn't know we were flying either. He just knows that we were going to see his aunt. And we get all the way to Miami because we had a layover in Miami and then we was going to go up to Greensboro from Miami. We're in Miami just chilling, you know, just waiting for the plane to come in so we can board and go on over to North Carolina. My son FaceTimes my oldest kid, his sister. And she's like, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. We about to go see Aunt Melissa. And my daughter is like, what? That's where we're going? And my, you should have seen the look on my wife's face. My, If she was not two seats and three people away from the boy, the boy would have not uh, continued on the rest of the trip. He would have not left. His body would have not left Miami. <laughs> To go to freaking North Carolina, boy, and she and she was lip. She was so mad. She was hot about that shit, or whatever. And then it died down, or whatever. She kind of well, it's whatever. But my daughter, the baby, she would not let it go. She's like, you spoiled it, and you know. And she's she just over dramatic, and she's just like, you spoiled it. You, I was. It was supposed to be a surprise. And she just liked to bust her brother balls anyway. So it was just a whole bunch of that. And then even once we got there to freaking um, Greensboro and we get up to Dansville, my daughter is retelling the story about how he fucked up. <laughs> you know, but it was all a good time. She got to get on a trampoline and then, you know, just see some of her country cousins. And just have Biscuitville with me, which she enjoyed. And uh, I got to bust down in my in my daughter's psyche a little bit. I had to figure out some things. So she likes salad. She likes hamburgers. But she will get a dry-ass hamburger. I mean, like, if we go to Burger King, she want a Whopper, bun, and meat. That's it. Nothing else. No condiments, no ketchup, no nothing. But she'll eat a sa- and she'll eat a salad. So I was like, "You like salad, right? Yeah. And you like burgers, right? Yeah. So why don't you like salad on your burgers? I and mean, I'm talking about like everything that she puts in a salad. It, it comes on a burger: lettuce, lettuce, tomato, tomato, onion, onion. Sometimes. And it's I was like, I don't understand this. You get a naked ass burger. And you eat salad, but you won't put these two things together. I was like, you like eggs, right? I see you in the kitchen cooking eggs, just straight up eggs with, you know, salt and pepper. And you like bacon. She loves bacon, but you never put the two together. I I never understood this. So we had the biscuit bill. She just got a, a bacon biscuit, a biscuit with some bacon on it. And I was like, well, you didn't get any egg. Well, I didn't know they had egg. You know, it's her first time there. 
I said, yeah, you could have got eggs on your bacon. I was like, you like eggs, right? Yeah, you like bacon, right? Yeah, so why don't you put them shits together? I said, I don't know. I never thought of that. I said, what, what the? What, child, child, we, we need to change your thinking. And I was just like, I don't know how, I don't under, understand the pickiness because I have been in a situation to where I bought her a burger, had all the dressings on it, you know, ketchup, mustard, you know, a standard burger from one of these burger joints. And she was just kind of looking at it, picking at it, and I was like, eat that shit. And she ate it, no problem, and wanted more. But if you give her the choice in the matter, she don't want none of that shit on there. She naked ass hamburger. Even if we go to um, Taco Bell, she wanted Doritos Locos Taco, just the meat and the shell. No cheese or none of that other shit. But she eat cheese on pizza, and cheese on other items, but she won't eat cheese on the motherfucking taco. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But then again, she only 10 years old, so they don't understand shit. They don't know what the fuck they thinking. I don't know what the fuck they thinking either. So, yeah. That was the trip. <laughs> and it was, it was good. And so, now, as we speak, my wife, my wife, and um, the kids are in Dallas. They are with my family, my brothers and sisters, my mom and daddy, celebrating my brother's 50th birthday, which I was unable to attend because of my work schedule. And because everybody at my job on my post decided to take vacation at the same time. So now I'm covering for people who aren't there, therefore, I could not take time off to go on this trip, which is crazy. It's just like she got both sides of the spectrum within a matter of two weekends. This past weekend, we were just in Virginia with her family. Now, this next weekend, this current weekend, she's in Dallas with my side of the family, just hanging out and having a good old time. And, you know, I really appreciate that because she didn't have to do it. And uh, she took the drive up to Dallas and they just hanging out. They should be back today. But another monumental milestone, my son, he graduated this year and now he's leaving. So once he goes up to Dallas, they're in Dallas now, he's not coming back. He's going back to Louisiana with my parents and all of them, you know, to uh, start his life as an adult. And it's just like, wow. Who would have thought, you know? I mean, I, granted, I've been telling my kids since they were, you know, old enough to realize, I was like, hey, man, you graduate, you know, that it's, it's on you, you know? It's just, you know, I'm going to help them, of course, if they ask for it if they truly need it. But I've been telling them, say, hey, man, you graduate. I mean, it's on you. It's on you. And my daughter, shit, she was gone as quick as she could. And then now the boy, he's making that leap. So I don't know. It's interesting to see what's going to happen with him, with my daughter, the oldest one. Uh, she She's driven. She She likes to make money. 
She likes to have her own things. So, I mean, it was a no brainer on, you know, her moving out and getting her own shit and doing her own thing. But with the boy, uh, he has a couple of uh, handicaps. So, you know, he has special requirements for school and everything like that. And so he wasn't like the first child to where she actually had a job and maintained good grades in school. But with my son, because he, you know, had his issues and things, we couldn't even entertain anything like that. We had to keep him focused on the schoolwork. Otherwise, you know, it wouldn't have been good for him. So it's a it's a two different sides of the coin with the oldest and the middle child. My daughter, she was pretty much independent. You know, she didn't really ask for help, but she wanted a lot of shit. You know, it just you the firstborn, you spoiled as fuck, right? So, you know, she became independent because she got tired of asking for shit. You know, and you know how parents are. We, we we put caveats to things. I was like, well, if you want to, if you want this, you need to do this. And if you don't want to do this, you need to get your own job. You need to get your own money. Yada 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 yada. You know the spill. So she did that. And the caveat to that was, if you can't maintain both, you can only do one. And the one that outweighs the other is school. And it doesn't matter if you can't buy all these fancy things that you want, because my job as a parent is to provide you with what you need, not what you want. <laughs> you know, so you're getting fed, you're getting housed, you got clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, you know, transportation to wherever you need to go. As required for school and all this other crap. So, you know, you get the bare necessities. If you want anything extra and frivolous. You get that shit on your own. So she took that to, you know, to heart. So she's been hustling and grinding ever since. Doing well. Got her own place. Got a job. Got a car. She's doing great. But the boy has never had these experiences. You know, I try to take him out driving as much as I can or could. And, um, you know, he gets it. But, you know, we were focused so much on him maintaining grades and graduating that a lot of stuff got put to the wayside. It, it was no doubt in my mind or, you know, us collectively here, me and my wife, that he could hold down a job and do school. It was going to either be one or the other and <laughs> school is the priority. You know, the, 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 the absolute, you know, minimum is to graduate, you know, you you don't have to go to college after if you don't want to. It's just you grind out and carve your own path after that. I mean, we we were here this whole time to help you get to this point, and they got there, and it's over now. So yay, yay! I'm just interested to see what he got next. You know, I've I've told him. You know, I didn't tell him what to do because we beyond that now. I can't really tell him what to do anymore. I can only suggest. And that's how I've been coming at him ever since he graduated or even leading up to that. I've been 
purely advisement. I was like, hey, man, I recommend that you do this. I recommend that you do this. You need to look into this. This would be a good idea if you did this or tried this and this and this and this. You know, that's that's purely been my role. I have not told him what to do other than because we gave him a I gave him a we well, we 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 gave him a stipulation. I was like, hey, man, it's your choice. Do whatever it is that you want to do after you graduate. I was like, but if you stay here, you live with us. You know, you have to get a job. You have to you have to get some kind of income for yourself. And, you know, it's it's mandatory. There's no if ands buts about it. So we was like, we know you just graduated and we got this trip coming up here, you know, to Virginia. Just relax. And you got from here until after the trip to decide what you want to do. If Once we come back from Virginia and you decide you want to move or do whatever it is that you want to do, we support you 100%. But if you're staying here, you're getting a motherfucking job. There's no way around it, you know. So that's the conversation we had. And he made his decision. He ready to ride out. And it's the thing with my older kids or whatever. You know, they've been with me majority of their life. But when they were real young, you know, learning and, you know, you know, those years to where they bond with the people that they be around. I wasn't there. I was in either boot camp or I was deployed or some shit like that. So they were in Louisiana with my parents and my family and their mom to an extent. So that's the lifestyle that they truly grew up in. Once they got to living with me when they're like seven and uh, what, seven and nine, I think, or some shit like that, like full time, continuously. It's just like all they ever known of that life is just moving from city to city. You know, the, you know, the average military life, just moving from town to town, switching schools, switching friends, you know. Me getting deployed, you know, my my wife, you know, their stepmom, you know, handling business. And she was a cop at the time for a good portion of their life. So she doing cop shit, you know, so it's just that's the life that they led. It was kind of like just kind of scattered. But when they were younger and, you know, secure and back at home in Louisiana with my parents and, you know, outside of the family there. It's just like they didn't really, they didn't want for nothing. That's what they got truly and truly spoiled. You know, that's, those years were kind of, you know, the first uh, notches in their character. You know, they country, especially my oldest. That country portion of her never left. The Louisiana never left her. My son, you know, he has a tad bit of it in him but you know he he's he what i will say about him he adjusts to the situation he'll go with the flow if he you know feel if you feeling it or not he'll just kind of just go with it you know he's like the youngest old man you ever see or the oldest young man you ever see 
<laughs> but I don't know. As a parent, I'm just interested in what is to unfold. Statistically speaking, around this time, you know, where I'm from, at <laughs> right about now, they'll have some kids and I'll be a grandparent right now. <laughs> but I'm glad that that crisis has been averted because shit. I ain't ready for that. You know, as cool as it sounds, you know. I don't think I'm ready for that. I'm not ready to be a grandparent of any kind, really. You just great grandparent, <laughs> grandparent. I ain't get. I ain't ready to get called Papa yet. That that because that's you know I I hear my kids call my dad that and my mom Mama and all that shit. I ain't I don't I don't think I'm ready for all that yet. You know, and then I see how my parents are with my kids. And their other grandkids and everything. And it's just like. I don't know. It's, it's like that movie shit or whatever. You know it's just. I get you get it like a second chance. With your grandkids and all that stuff. Because shit. I don't know. They got more time now. They ain't working. And you know when the kids were small. They were there. It's just like they were kind of raising them to an extent. And. I have got into it with my mom and dad behind them damn kids to where like covering for them and shit like that, you know, protecting them from me. <laughs> and that shit would piss me off to no end, you know, but that's the bond that they have, you know. But it'd be what it be. New chapter in their lives, new chapter in our lives. And so we down to one kid. There's one kid left standing. And uh, I'm interested in to seeing, you know, how this works out for her. Because her whole life, she's had a brother and sister here. And then, you know, like at least two, three years ago, the oldest one left. This year, now the middle one is leaving. And then here, now it's just her. Her and the dog. The furry brother. <laughs> so that's just a whole nother level of uh, you know, life for her. Because her and my son, out of all three of my children, you know, those two are the closest out of the three. You know, she loves her sister. But her and her brother are just like, thickest thieves and it's just like when he's around her he is not an 18 year old boy or man he is a daggone 10 year old right along with her they in here playing like they at fucking McDonald's play place and shit you know they on that level together so now you know especially during this pandemic shit all they had was each other, you know, because like I'm at work, the wife at work, and it's just them two homeschooled during the pandemic. They did remote learning. So they were here 24 7, 365, for the lack of better terms, always in each other's shit. And that just reaffirmed that bond that those two had together, have together. 
And now that he is not going to be here moving forward, it's just like I have to step in there real close now. You know, because I mean, it's not like, I don't know, it's it's different between me and her than it is with the older two. Because, you know, out of all three of the kids, I've been with her the longest consecutively. You know, I told this, you heard the story last week, if you heard the previous episode with a licky thong, <laughs> I kind of explained the chart of all three of my kids. The first child that I had, or well, I didn't have shit that my ex-wife had. Uh, I knocked her up and then I went to boot camp. So I missed the whole pregnancy. With my son, um, 9-11 happened while I was in the service. And I wanted to have a son before I died because that's what I thought. I was going to go to Iraq or wherever they was going to send us and I was going to die in a foreign country. So I said I wanted to have a son before, you know, I, I moved on. So I knocked up my ex-wife again. And that's how my son got here. So I wasn't there for the majority of that pregnancy either because 9-11 happened. I was gone doing training and workups to leave to go on deployment. So I was there for the birth of my son and I got to spend 12 days with him before I deployed to Iraq. Now, here we are many moons later. I meet my wife currently and she gets pregnant and I'm there for the entire pregnancy and the birth and after the birth. And then, you know, I think a year or two later, then I deploy. So, out of all the kids that I have, you know, I feel, you know, a little bit closer to the youngest one. Because, you know, I've been here for her, you know, longer than I have for the older two. But, you know, that doesn't really change anything, but it's just. I don't know. My wife kind of pointed that out to me. It's just like I'm different with her than I am the other two. The other two. Oh, boy. It's, it's nothing bad. It's just like. I know who their mother is. And I see a lot of that. That just like. The stuff that made her my ex in them. <laughs> so we butt heads a lot. But with her, the youngest is just like there's really none of that. That animosity there. You know, so is we have a different relationship and she just acts different from them anyway. It's just, it's, it's weird. I, I, it's a different lady is her mama. So I guess <laughs> they're going to act different. Right. But it's interesting. I'm intrigued. I, I'm throwing that word out there a lot. I'm, I, I'm just curious to see how all this pans out, man. That's the thing about getting older. And uh, living life, which I'm doing a lot less of, despite going on vacations and eating uh, delicacies from Biscuitville, 
It's just I've been working nonstop. Uh, I got back in Monday and I've been to work since then. And I will be working until I'm going to be working like 14 days straight, 12 hours a pop. So this is what life is right now for me. So this is why I really don't have a guess or anything like that. I've been pursuing them, trying to schedule some things out, but it's kind of hard with the schedule that I keep because, you know, I'm not available during the hours that people would normally podcast or get together to do stuff like this or even go out on location and do shit with other podcasters and everything because I'm always at fucking work when they partying. So, yeah, that's that's what life has been like for me the past couple of months. I mean, if it's been evident in the product that's been coming out, I mean, I I, I apologize. It's just I'm tired, man. <laughs> I go to work. I come home, go to sleep, wake up. Just enough time to shovel some food down maybe get a little exercise in then I'm right back out the door back to motherfucking work and you know I am grateful for this opportunity because I'm making a little bit more money and it's just like I really enjoy having this extra cash right now because I'm able to do some shit that I wasn't able to do a couple months previous to get in this position you know and it's the only bad thing about it is just like I'm saying, man, it's just like I'm missing out on all these things that I would have had access to. Like right now, New Texas Pro Wrestling here in Houston is kicking ass and taking names. And, you know, I usually try to go there and help out as much as I can, but I can't because I'm at fucking work when they're doing shows or even right now, you know. All the little Houston podcast hub group that I hang out with, like Coke 45, No Redeeming Qualities, and all those other guys, they are doing an event here July 16th that I was supposed to be a part of, but now I can't because I took vacation, then other people took vacation, so I'm filling in while they on vacation, and I can't get off to go do these things that we planned you know, a while back, you know, and I'm, I'm missing this shit, man. It's just like, we've been stuck in the house for so long and now we get a little bit of freedom and I can't partake in none of it. And it's pissing me off. It really is. So I don't know. And it's been weird for me as well, because everybody was complaining about being stuck in the house And I was loving the shit. I love being inside. I love being at home. But now when I'm able to do some shit, it's it's, it's just it's finally catching up to me. You know, it's just like I I seen people flipping out and like, "Ah, I need to get out of the house and I miss doing this. And I'm just like, "Ew, why are you trying to leave? All your shit that you like should be at your house. But now it's, it's catching up to me. Now I'm seeing now that I have all these cool opportunities on the outside, 
like you know helping out New Texas Pro and uh I shit I missed out on an interview with Chris Bay because I couldn't show up to a show that I would normally be at because I had to work and he was accommodating you know he was going to give me time after the show or before the show to you know sit down and chat with him because we couldn't get it in edgewise but I couldn't go and then you know there was more to that than that it was just like it was also the week or the weekend that my son was graduating so for damn sure I wasn't about to you know jeopardize none of that shit for an interview or or anything of that nature so but hey it'll happen if it's meant to happen that's how I look at everything everything will be that will be will be you know but we're gonna get it together it's just I don't know it's I feel I'm almost feeling like if I can't do this the way I I have done it or want to do it, it's just like I, I almost want to stop. But at the same time, I know if I do that, I don't think I'm going to come back. So I'm going to just keep going as much as I can for as long as I can because I, I, I really fucking enjoy doing this shit, you know. I've met so many cool people just from doing this show. You know, just I've had so many cool fucking interactions and everything. It is just doing this podcast shit is amazing. And, you know, 2019, it was really turning for me. You know, I was getting out, going to conventions and doing things that, you know, I had never done before. But, you know, this pandemic shit just kind of put a damper on things but it'll come back around you know this shit with my job uh this position i got i mean i'm loving the fucking money but hopefully there will be a opportunity here soon to where i can switch some things around at least you know my off days so i can partake in some of this cool shit that's going on around me and everything because i mean honestly really uh, is is putting a damper on my creativity, man. I I really, if if you if you can remember back, I was drawing and doing sketches and all kind of stuff and everything. All these pictures that I were creating on my iPad and shit. Now I got this iPad in front of me, man, and I get the pencil out and I open up the drawing app, and nothing comes to me, man. Nothing. It's just like. I feel drained. It's just like I sit down in front of this computer and it's just like blah. The only thing that I can, I have the energy to do, which has been a part of my DNA for as long as I can remember, is sit here and play motherfucking video games. That's So I've been doing that a lot lately, just streaming shit, just streaming Call of Duty and, you know, whatever. And I, I rather enjoy that. I mean, it's kind of low effort for me because, I mean, I'm just sitting here playing video games with the camera on. You know, if somebody decided to pop in and, you know, jaw jack a little bit, that's cool. But as far as, you know, making it more than what it is, I don't know if I have the gusto to do that. 
because of my work schedule for one and it's just like sometimes I just come in here and start playing games and I don't even think about you know fucking with this computer I just want to get in here and just kind of de-stress with the little bit of time that I have and you know play some games get my mind off a couple of things you know so yeah it's just it's just different right now and I I like it and I hate it at the same time because I'm WWE is coming here to Houston Toyota Center this week coming up first live show with you know an audience you know road show and Houston is getting it and I can't go because I'm gonna be at motherfucking work you know just kind of pisses me off that I'm missing out on all these opportunities but hey man you can just call out nah man I'm just I'm just not that type of person Cause you know, when something really happens, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just karma shit. I don't like that, you know, and I don't want to, I'm not the type of person to put my, my work in a bind like that. You know, I shouldn't, some people don't care about that stuff, but I do, you know, but Hey, that's all I got for right now. You kind of see where my head space is right now. I kind of jaw jacked with y'all a little bit and shit next week might be a little bit more of the same because I ain't got shit lined up. And as soon as I publish this shit, you know what I'm about to go do? Care my ass to sleep. Get ready to wake up. Go right back to motherfucking work. So anyway, you've been listening to the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. Uh, I implore you. If you're a first time listening, if you stuck around for this long, go back and listen to some of the old episodes, you know, with some guests, you know, hear some liveliness in my goddamn voice, <laughs> you know, um, you can also follow me on Twitter at three R show, Instagram at the three R show. And man, shit, I might be talking about Instagram next week because they about to do some radical shit. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about that because Instagram and Twitter is like my jams, you know. So, yeah, in the meantime, you can still follow on Instagram at the three R show. Uh, you can see me. Um, I'm I'm streaming right now on Twitch, twitch TV forward slash three R show. And I'm doing the Facebook shit, too, which I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of prefer Facebook over Twitch. And I'll, t- I'll probably talk about that next week, but you can follow me on Facebook or, you know, just. However, they do that shit on Facebook. Just look me up, facebook.com forward slash 3R show. And I have videos on my YouTube. Look for 3R show so you can get some of the interviews in audio and video. Just look it up on YouTube. And don't forget to go to randomrob.com. It helps support the show if you go in there and you purchase some merchandise. Just hit the merch tab. They got hat shirts. And all kinds of other things like that. And then um, also, you will see the sponsor, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Don't forget to go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code RANDOM. So, once again, I have rambled on. To the moon! Whoa! Yeah! Yeah. So, I'm going to leave you here. And uh, I'll see you next time, baby. Hello, everybody.
everybody, this is Hoppy. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B-Rob turned me on to this stuff, and i tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas gardens, farmers, and markets. And it's some good shit. i tell you what, try the smoking sweetness, or you can try Hoppy's favorite, the Mad Cow, which is a nice peppery slap in the face. <laughs> One taste, and you'll be hooked. Hooks, rubs, and spices. 